Welcome to the Jill on Money Call of the Week. If you would like to get on the air with us, all you have to do is send us an email. Very easy. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. That's Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. That is what Chris did. He is calling from Waco, Texas. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the program. Well, a pleasure to be here. Thank you. What can I do for you? Well, I kind of want a second set of eyes or at least maybe some direction from somebody who knows more than me, which granted isn't saying much, but uh, <laughs> I definitely lean heavily on your, your expertise. Sounds uh, good. So tell me what's going on for, for you. Uh, so I'm 34 and my wife is 30 Great. and I have two small children, so a four and a two-year-old. And so we made the decision when her first was born for her to stay home. So for us, my wife was a teacher uh, and I, uh, I work in IT. And so we, we had a good cash storage on hand at, at the time. And so that was part of our decision was like, well, I would love for you to stay home and, you know, not have to do daycare and do that. And I, I'd love for you to be there with them. And she was on board with that. And so we kind of have our cash reserves like a runway. I think of us as like a startup. And this is our runway until, you know, they're, they're school-aged. Got it. So, And then your, your wife right. would consider going back to teaching? That, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we have about a, you know, uh, it'll end up being about six and a half years worth of, of staying home. Mm-hmm. So right now our liquidity, we have 166 grand in cash. Um, that's just sitting in a, uh, savings account at 2.1% interest, uh, which I know is certainly better than it used to be, but it's not an index fund either. So, right. but I really love that stability. Um, and I have $241,000 in investments. Uh, all retirement, none, none are taxable brokerage accounts. So I've got 83 in my Roth. My wife has 70 in her Roth. And my 403B through work, I've got 75 grand. And then uh, she has a teacher retirement through her old work that's sitting there that I was going to roll over and do a, a 401k for her, but she's going to go back to teaching. So I just kind of left it there. Yeah. I mean, if you're uh, going to go back for sure, keep it in the, the pension system. How many years right. does she have in the system? Uh, she's got... I think four or five, uh, so Great. it's still, still pretty green. Okay, but still, that's like not nothing. It's not three months no, or a not, year, right? So no, it's, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely um, not nothing. Good. Um, okay, how much do you earn, Chris? Uh, so I make about 60 from my regular job, uh, and then I have a side hustle that uh, I get about 30 a year on. So in total, I bring in about 90 Okay. So let's just talk about the contributions that you're making out of this yes. 90 grand total. So the 60, you have to pay your yep. health insurance for the family. How much are you yep. putting into your uh, work retirement plan? Prior to setting up this call, I was doing $750 a month. But then I was like, you know, she's probably going to tell me to put in more. So I upped it to a thousand. Nice. Um, so it'll be starting now will be $12,000 a year. Previously, it had been 9,000. Okay. Uh, my work, my work has an amazing benefit that they do a ten point eight percent contribution regardless of what you put in. Come on. Um, yeah. So wow. That's, you know. So I, I'm big, big fan of that. Um, and so we have no debt. I have no credit card debt. No student loans. We both own, you know, our cars. We own outright. Uh, but I do definitely have a mortgage for sure. How much is your um, house worth? So my house is worth about four eighty. Uh, I bought it for four twenty a year and a half ago. How much is the remaining on the mortgage right now? Two fifty one. Oh, good. What's interest rate? Interest rate's four two five. Okay, fine, no problem. And yeah. um, let me just ask you something. I know you just started the thousand dollars a month, uh, but 
How's we, your cash flow? We do out of Roths, by the way. Oh, and that's, you both we, you both do a Roth, so that's good. So that's yeah. six grand First each. step, January right. 1, we, yeah. Okay. So that's a lot of money you have going towards retirement. How's the cash flow on all of this? Uh, cash flow is, uh, <laughs> we definitely burn into our, our liquidity runway. Um, so, I mean, you know, between the 90 I bring in, I would say we're spending, you know, probably 80 you know, I, I love the idea of like the fire movement and I love the FI part, but we also enjoy nice stuff. And as much as I'd love to, you know, hang it up and live off my blog about avocado toast or whatever <laughs> these people are doing. Um, you know, my, oh, that's good. my forum for foosball enthusiasts and Google AdSense. Uh, but I, you know, I enjoy my job and I enjoy the stability that comes with it. So we're not as frugal as perhaps we could be, but I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, totally. So, so when you look back, let's look at 2018 for a second. How much yeah. money did you spend out of that cash reserve? Was it 20 grand? Was it more or less? What do you think? Yeah, it was, it was actually when I ran all of my numbers, I think we were at like 26 okay. and we ate into it. All right, fine. So that's fine. Twenty six grand a year, and you got to do it for—is yeah. it three or four more years at this point? I got, I got three more years. Three more years. So, all yeah. right. So eighty grand, we'll call it ish, um, will come off the top, and that will still, by the time she goes back to work, you'll have—I mean, I don't know—maybe you need a new car, you need a repair, or something. You'll have eighty grand in cash reserves, and then when she goes back to work, how much will she be earning? So being a fifth-year teacher, she'll be probably just a, a little bit north of 50. Okay. I'm looking at this. This all looks like a very good story. I like the idea that you built up your cash reserve in advance. I think that's one of the hard things for, for sure. me to um, explain to a lot of people who are having kids. So parents and grandparents always try to say this, but kids don't listen. But, you know, you're going to want a bigger cash reserve fund. As you said, 2%, 2.1%, not great, but it's there. It's solid. And since you know you need it, it really is important. So great all around so far. This is a good story. So when she goes back to work, probably you won't need to dip into your cash reserves anymore. Right. She can also keep contributing to her retirement account, kind of gets you back to where you were. And you're fine with the side hustle. In other words, it's not like you want to say, when she goes back to work, I give up the side hustle. You're going to keep doing that? No. Yeah. So my side hustle, I'm actually a voiceover actor. And so I've been doing that since 2002. Mark that's, likes that's the voice. Been... Mark likes your voice. You know what? Maybe we'll get our voiceover guy to uh, get a little run for his money. We'll give Chris a little bit, a few shekels on the side. You're listening to Jill on Money. Nice. Jill Fleshinger. Yes. Welcome to the show. I like Put that. Put your money to work. I like that. It sounds um, so yeah. good to me. All right. Now, let's get back to questions at hand. What can I yeah. do for you? Well, I just wanted to know what are some better, if there are better strategies, and, you know, to, to have that money sitting. And I am very risk averse, obviously, because this is our, you know, this is what we're dipping into as our lifeblood. So it's not like, oh, this is play money. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know if there are better strategies like a tweak or numbers that, like, well, you're doing this okay, but let's really optimize Nah, no. I think it, you're doing let, let it grow as well. Or no, I mean, I think for, so. I think chill. The the cash reserves are fine. I mean, look, you can always go to check out where you might get better rates. Okay, so maybe okay. Uh, there's a chance for you to go check out and see. Like, let me compare my rates. But in essence, you know. We don't want cash reserves to be invested. So I don't, I really don't think that's a good idea. I mean, I guess there could be a case that you could put 
some of the money in a longer term CD. But even that, I like access to my cash. I really do. So I'm not really focused on that. I am focused on kind of the game plan, which looks really smart. And I am focused on the kids. So my question to you is, do you have ideas about maybe saving for education as well? Would you want to weave that in? Well, you know, so what's handy, and again, you know, part of why I really do like my job is they actually get free tuition uh, for college and then also at about 200. So I work at a university. Yeah. Uh, And so they get free tuition and then also at a group, a consortium of about 200 other schools that all participate. Okay. Do not leave that job. Did I mention no. that? Do not leave that job. That is a great job. I will be dead in the cold, cold ground before they pull me out of That's here. That's right. Okay, um, good. So what about, yeah. where are you invested? Well, let's let's do a little investment stuff, because maybe there's some help we can give you with that piece sure. of it. Tell I me no about that. Accounts, okay. I don't know if I should at this point. No, or not what? necessarily. I mean, right now, you are not investing outside of retirement. So let's go with your, let's start sure. with your employer-based plan. What are some of the uh, investment options in there? What are you using? So I have everything through Vanguard. So TIAA is the one who manages everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just put it in a Vanguard like total index fund. Um, and that's that's it. That's my, you know, the 75 okay. that's in there is all in VINIX. Okay. Vanguard index fund. Okay. So you're just one fund, all all stocks, rock and roll. Okay. Yep. What about the Roth uh, IRAs for you and your so, wife? Yeah. Good, good question. So yeah, Thank my you. Roth, I have, and it was originally a, a 401k from a previous company that I just rolled into this. And I was in the Fidelity 2040 target date fund and it performed pretty well. And so I, I know it's a little more expensive than the index fund, but its performance was better. So uh, I was like, eh, I, you know, I'll keep it in there. Until I decide not to. And then my wife's Roth is in the Vanguard 2050 target date fund. So Fidelity target date funds, which I think used to be called Freedom Funds, they're expensive. They're expensive. So in other words, I look at the expense ratio. It's three quarters of one percent, 0.75. I mean, obviously, and not only that, higher than Fidelity index funds. In other words, you could simply take what they do, which is I'm just looking yeah. right now. I just pulled it up. The Fidelity, you said your wife is in the 2050, right? The 2050 yeah. fund? Well, she, she's in the Vanguard 2050. All right. So I'll look at the, I'm just going to look at the uh, the Fidelity fund. All yeah. right. So if I That's look the at. the of the two for us, though. So. Okay. So 75 basis points, 0.75%. What does the 2040 invest in? 60% domestic equities, meaning. There's a 60% or 61% in the Fidelity 500 fund, okay? Then 31% is an international stock fund and 7% is a bond fund. You could do the same thing. You would have probably the exact same performance as they have simply by having... Yeah. And I think that's probably... One teeny tiny example of how we could improve the okay. total cost and, and really drive it down. It's funny. I, I was thinking about this recently and I said to Mark, you know, I think these target date funds are going to go out of business because mm. I know that it's easy to do. And certainly yeah. in a retirement account, it's easy to do. But as soon as you get one of these online platforms, you know, whether it is the 
Betterment or Vanguard Personal Service Advisor or Schwab Intelligent Portfolio. Once you get these up and running and you pop those into retirement accounts, I think these they're cheaper than the alternative. I think it's easy for you to just say, you know what, let me just stick with three index funds. You can slice it up the way they slice it up. And that's it. Okay. That's okay. all I Would got for like you. A, a bond, I mean, like an index bond. Fund yeah, yeah, yeah. Wide? There's, it's you can just go the intermediate term bond fund in both of those houses. Okay. If you want to just sort of have that money fall to your bottom line, Chris, I think that right. that's the way to go. And it does. It sounds, and okay. you can really do a set it and forget it. You can do an auto rebalancing, super yeah. easy, no problem. And that's what I would do. And I think you guys are okay. in great shape. I wouldn't start mucking around too much. Otherwise, I love the plan okay. for the kids. I think you're going to be fantastic. Good luck. Thanks for calling. Cool. Hey, Jill. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Pleasure. Take care. All right. You too. Okay, that's the call of the week. If you have a financial question, just give us a holler. Send an email to askjill at jillonmoney.com or go to the website, jillonmoney.com. You can click the Contact Us button right there. Oh, by the way, while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter. It's free. Why not? We drop new episodes of Jill on Money every Tuesday and Thursday, and you can download the show anywhere that you get your podcasts. Apple, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, wherever. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence 13, and our show is presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. See you next week.